It's Northwest Podcast. I'm here with Zanade and Robert and Felissa. So, welcome to the show, you guys. Thanks for being on. We're going to talk about horror films tonight. Kind of your guys' uh, background and all those lovely genre of films and stuff. Felissa, tell us a little bit about your uh, film history and uh, how you got into the business. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Um, well, I started at 13 years old in the film Sleepaway Camp. Um, it was uh, a few years ago now. Um, it was back in 1982. <laughs> and um, I am forever grateful for that audition because um, somehow, you know, the film gained an audience and um, it's kept me kind of involved in the genre for all of these years and on the convention circuit and I'm super thankful for it um, and it just seems like it's growing because of Joe Bob Briggs and his show on Shutter. he uh, showed the film and you know it's it's quite an interesting and provocative movie especially for that time in 1983 it came out um, it's about a, a young girl um, and I won't spoil anything but it's definitely a little bit interesting uh, more interesting than maybe your typical camp slasher. Sure, definitely. And Robert, how about you? How did you get into the whole film business and horror genre and, and all that good stuff? Hey guys, what's going on? Robert Bukes, a.k.a. Rufus Jr. From House <laughs> of a Thousand Courses. And that's how our paths ca- uh, crossed. Felicia and I doing the con circuit, and I'm very fortunate to be a part of it, too. Uh, but initially, I started off with commercials as a basketball player. I played basketball until I was 30, and, and, I, and uh, living out here in Los Angeles, I had a lot of colleagues that, that uh, were doing the acting stuff, and uh, so I kind of got invited to do some basketball commercial auditions, and, and, I, and then I had a decent amount of success with that, and then that kind of turned into the mainstream of acting for myself. So I didn't start until I was 30. And, uh, and it was basically through commercials. And I figured if I could, you know, be a mean basketball player or whatever, uh, at, through the commercials, I could probably transfer that into television and movies. Very cool. Hey, Robert, check your headset. Sounds like we're getting a... Uh, oh, really? Yeah. There we go. Maybe. So. Is that better? But there you go. <laughs> okay, cool. Those no. are my Apple earbuds. Those usually they're really good, but I just hold the phone to my face. So that was it for me, man. And it's been a lot of study since that. And uh, same thing, just kind of plugging away. That's what we nice. do. Keep plugging away, do whatever we can, and uh, try our hardest. Yeah, very cool. So, Felissa, when you're on the circuit now and everything, what are some of the things you get asked the most? about my fans of the, you know, the films you've been in. Well, first of all, I want to say how much I love Robert Mukes. He's one yes. of the most fun and most amazing people I've actually ever met at, at a convention. So, um, and he's definitely um, kind of, in a way, mentored me and shown me a way to look at conventions and how to um, utilize your character and the films you've done to be present with, you know, everyone who attends. So thank you, Robert. I just want to say that to you. You're, you're extremely um, inspiring and incredible. Um, I've, got, I've got the biggest smile on my face. I find you very funny. <laughs> you're super witty. Uh, you are so 
Robert's a good man. He's he's good people for sure. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the number one question I'm asked is to make the Angela face um, at the end of oh. the movie. And then some go. people, after asking me, will say, do you ever get tired of it? And my answer to that is, I will be sad the day that people stop asking me to do the thing. That's right. Because, That's you know, right. it, it's it's so wonderful to, to still be relevant and be around and, and have this kind of audience. So just always grateful. Now, you said that you work your characters into being at a con. Can you explain how you portray portray a character on the con floor because I'm really curious well Robert is especially amazing on it because he's in costume um, from House of Bethesda Corpses so he's right in front of his, you know he's at his table always standing and joking with everyone and he's a big backdrop so he, it's almost like you're in the film um, you know when people come to take photos with you for me, sometimes I'll wear the red shorts and the Camp Arawak t-shirt and just making the face or making the stare face, you know, you're someone awesome. in that role. Yeah. That's right, right, right. Yeah. Right, Robert, tell them that That's you're right. experienced. Yeah, people love that face, like you said. Uh, uh, they often ask you to do that and you get a photo uh, op with that and uh, that just makes the fans super happy. And that's that's what we're kind of talking about in that regards of the, of the character being the character. Yeah, no, definitely. What uh, for both of you? I mean, when you're going and meeting the fans, what do you guys like most about interacting with your fans? What do you take away from all the conventions you guys have been to over the years? Felicia, or you want me to go first? I go first. Go ahead, Robert. Uh, you go. It's it's super like. I just started five years ago uh, uh, doing the convention scene, and uh, uh, I, I initially when I started, I found it very inspirational, like someone telling you that you, you've done a great job at the projects you've worked on. It, it kind of like gives you the fire to keep trying because, you know, I, I'm in my uh, mid-50s, so I'm past my prime of, of, of possibly getting a Conan or fighting a superhero, although you never know but it's politically driven jobs like that. And so it just inspires you to keep going. I, I believe that's one big factor. I'm sure Felissa feels the same way. And then traveling and, and meeting new people is always fun. Uh, uh, Felissa and I both have families, but uh, you know, once a, once a month or so traveling, doing the show, seeing different states and everything, that's super cool too. So that's one of the positive sides. And then selling the souvenirs that we have from the movie uh, and our signatures, and that's another major positive factor of, of uh, doing the con scene. So all of those tied together just makes it an awesome experience for us. No, that's great. Good stuff. How about for you, Felissa? De- I mean, definitely everything Robert said, and even more so, um, for me, it's interesting with the movie Sleepaway Camp. It seems to hit home, especially, um, I'd say, with the LGBTQ community. Um, uh-huh. I feel like uh, it really resonates with people on a certain human level. So I'd have to say the connection with people is extraordinary for me. I love hearing the stories about the first time they've seen Sleepaway Camp, whether it, were, it was on a first date or with a best friend and, or a sleepover in the 80s. 
And I'm always amazed just by the human connection. I, I, that's absolutely what drives me, is to be around people who are fascinated by these films during this age of like the 70s and the 80s, and then telling their real story that how they feel, and there's a lot of laughs, and there's some tears in a good way, joyful, and it just hits on all the emotions. And I think just from a human standpoint, I really, um, it kind of brings me to this, this level of such happiness that yeah. you know, it keeps driving you there. I smile thinking about you saying it because I, I have that too. If the, yeah. Some of the stories are pretty cool, right? Oh, it was our first date. Oh, my God, this is my favorite movie. How many times have you seen it? A thousand times. And then you the movie. And, you know, Felicia, that's it, too. I've never really thought about that. But when you were saying that, that made me smile and think about some of the stories that I've heard as well. Thank you know, that, that feeling cool. you described gives me chills because I know the connection with people that can be made, but probably not the type of chills that people are expected from getting from one of your films. Right. Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Exactly. The horror genre in general in the film industry has changed from the 70s, 80s to, to now. How has it affected both you, both you guys, Robert and Melissa? Uh, I, I, you know, for me, it's all the same. Uh, sometimes my colleagues say, you know, when you're auditioning for this, you do that or whatever. In commercials, you're more loud or, or you know, movies is more subtle. Uh, uh, because it reads on the big screen, but your initial performance is just into a uh, uh, into a regular uh, camera, uh, uh, you know, like a, a high definition camera. So um, I just pretend like the dude is real, and I'm the dude in the story, and then I portray that. So uh, for me, it's all the same. It's all connected. Uh, but uh, there's different, definitely, as far as the product that's being uh, edited, etc., with the yeah. uh, with all the special effects or, or whatever, it looks pretty amazing when it's done. The special effects, the special effects makeup, have improved so much. Uh, I, I just got my daughters going on The Walking Dead, and we're like on the third, second or third season, <laughs> and there's Daryl awesome. shot this guy with a, the, a zombie with a bow and arrow, then a zombie falls on the ground, and the bow and arrow continues through the skull, and I'm like, wow, that's what makes this show kind of cool, is the special effects uh, are, are they just keep improving and improving, but it doesn't make the movie. Like, one of my favorites is The uh, Night of the Living Dead. Special effects were so primitive back then, but the movie was still phenomenal. Uh, uh, so the storytelling, the basics of the movie is all the same. It's all about the performance. But on the outside of the performance, nowadays, it's definitely becoming more special. And then, you know, with, at home, your home entertainment center, the flat screen, the, the, the sound bar and the bass and this, that, and the other, it just makes the experience more enriched. But uh, uh, you can go back 30 years and have a black and white television. And, and before you experience what we have today, uh, uh, you would still find that pretty amazing. Uh, but, but you would def definitely be desensitized towards that television. You would want it on a bigger screen. But that film, I think it was in the late 50s when it was shot, early 60s, is still pretty amazing. So that that's kind of my take on it. It's just more glamorous with the uh, special effects, etc. Very cool. Nice. How about for you, Felissa? Yeah, I mean, the same thing. You know, I think I'm stuck in the 80s. I, I feel like, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's just we've changed so much with technology for sure. Um, and I can speak as a woman, you know, 
that they're using those great lenses on us now. Uh, it's all about that lighting (laughs) it's all about the lighting and the lenses i mean we do screen tests and they come to my house and you know it's like oh how is this looking i did a movie called killer rose and our dp adam Beck was amazingly conscious of you know where women it was myself and caroline williams you know we're in our 50s and 60s you know on screen so that's the big change but i feel like in your heart you're always in love with it and passionate and excited by it so that's all that remains the same so i I have a question for both of you since everything has changed so much uh what's been your favorite special effect makeup or maybe the memorable special effect that was maybe the most sticky what's been something in a movie that you've done that's really stood out to you from a from your career I have a bunch. I mean, I, I recently played a 350-pound woman in Whoa. a movie called Garlic and Gunpowder, so I was in nice. Uh, nice. makeup for, you know, five hours. I played a man in Return to Sleepaway Camp. I was in in my makeup chair for six and a half hours every day. Wow. But wow. My moment, I'd say Holy Victor God. Crowley was the most fun because of my kill scene by Victor Crowley. I don't want to give it away, but it's so compelling and crazy and absurd and over the top. Yeah. Completely love it. (laughs) What about you, Robert? I haven't seen those uh, those movies, only only a few moments here and there. Uh, your movie with King Victor Crowley. What, what's the name of it? It's like four yeah, of them. Yeah, Victor You're, Crowley. Yeah. That's the name of the show. <laughs> and, and I, and I got to check it out for Kane and, and you being friends of mine. But uh, uh, it's super cool when a, an indie like that still buzzes five, ten years later, right? And you got to do oh, four. Yeah. That's pretty yeah, special. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, special effects, I... I uh, it. Hmm. So I like I did this movie backwards where I was in a chair. Mine are near as long as her. My longest experience was four hours. Uh, for me, taking it off just just like is tough. I, a month ago, I did a special effects makeup uh, where I played a monster and I had to shave because I had a whole body uh, spray paint job on myself and I had to shave my whole body and and I, and I did it myself <laughs> because it's better to do it in the shower when the water's warm. But I have never done my legs and, and uh, my arms myself. Uh, no, I've never shaved my hair, the hair off my legs. And I couldn't believe how long it took. I'm like, yeah, it took like a half an hour, and I did this, and that, and the other. I'm looking at the time as I'm working, and it's like an hour to shave. Uh, yeah, but it's long. Like, oh, my God. Well, and you're like 100 feet tall. I missed, so what I missed the patch, though. So. <laughs> exactly. You miss the patch, and you got to go back in there and uh, reshave. So, oh, how mean. tall are you? Robert, how tall are you? Six, Six seven? Six, ten. Yeah, Robert's like a Harlem Globetrotter. He right? is. Nightmare on Elm Street. Don't yeah, you're, oh, right, right. Yeah, your height yeah. is a special effect in itself. Yeah. True, we, true. We've had Deep Roy on the show, and uh, he is awesome. Yeah, he uh, he actually I um, was joking with him the other day, and he's like, "Oh, bring on Robert Nukes. I got Nukes for him." And I was like, "Of course you would try to rhyme something, you know." So. We've had a few shows together. We've had a few shows together. I think he's super, super nice, generous, cool guy. I really like him. Yeah, he's a cool, he's a cool guy for sure. And I just thought it was funny just his comments and stuff. I was like, of course you would have. He just has a big, big personality and stuff. But 
sticking to the horror genre, what do you being actors and actresses in that that field? What do you guys take away most from being labeled, you know, um, in that field of work as far as that that genre like you guys go to these different conventions and you're meeting all the fans and uh, what do you guys take away from the films you've been in and the conventions over the years what what uh how would you sum it up in your career robert and felissa um, I, I uh i was just asked that recently i've got a buddy he's 10 years younger he's a bodybuilder six foot seven really good actor but he's He's uh, uh, he's from Canada and he's worked quite a bit. He's got a reoccurring role in the Mayans, and he was with uh, uh, there's this show called Frontier, and he's fighting Jason Mamone, or however you oh. say his name, the movie The Aqua Boy guy. And, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> he, he, he's uh, uh, he, he's torn with uh, uh, not hitting it big yet. And, and for me, and I've worked more than him, and, and, and I've done quite a few national commercials as well, and, and that's been great for my uh, budget but as an actor. But uh, uh, <clears throat> I, I think it's been good. And, and uh, you were talking about the conventions, the connection that we get to make being in special films that stand out and, and have long legs or longevity. Uh, we're very fortunate to be a part of it. So I, I think it's, it's, I've had a, a considered amount of luck and uh, I think it's been amazing for me. And I, and I still have, I have a lot of commitment towards my daughter as far as the business goes. Uh, they play sports and school and everything and they're totally doing it fantastic with that. So I'm not really shaking the tree that hard as far as mainstream stuff goes. But uh, uh, it's still very exciting what can happen in the future and what I've accomplished, I'm very proud of. So uh, good for you. That's been really, really good for me. You know, I I would love to fight Spider-Man in a movie or or stuff like that, the Marvel stuff and the bigger budget things and and even maybe choke down uh, Aqua Boy. But uh, it didn't happen. (laughs) And hopefully it'll happen later. Yeah, Aqua <laughs> so, Junior, right? Aqua, Aqua Junior. Junior, yeah. Aqua Pee Wee now. No. Yeah. <laughs> He's doing um, quite well, though. Game of Thrones, yeah. Aquaman, and, and I think he did a couple other superhero movies. Those are super nice to work on because the residuals are amazing. But uh, yeah. And they're just fun, the bigger budgets. But but with acting, uh, one of my favorite times, and I'm sure Felissa agrees with this, is I've been asked this question many times, too. What are your favorite projects to work on? And all are super cool and fun for me. The main Absolutely. thing I enjoy about acting is the, the moment between action and cut. Like, that's the funnest part. So if yeah. you have a big trailer and a studio gig and the catering is amazing, that's super cool. Or if you're hanging out with a buddy, uh, Felissa and I did, we worked with a buddy up in Fresno, a, a mutual friend. And it was low budget and it's super hot. And you get on your own car in between setups and, and turn the air conditioner on. And uh, yeah. uh, that's cool too. So yeah. uh, it, awesome. it's, it's just been great. And, and Felissa and I being a part of cult classic films, we're always going to have those. We're always going to be a part of the independent film scene. So it's been amazing. And I'm excited about uh, uh, what's, what lies ahead of me and what's you know moving forward in my career. Good for you. That's awesome. How about for you, Felissa? You know, I just, uh, it's always a surprise um, living in this entertainment world and being an actress and a producer. But I love the the element of, you 
know, of that, of surprise. Um, and I feel very grateful that we, you know, like Robert, I've been able to enjoy a, a wonderful career where I work on these amazing films with, with terrific artists and people. Um, and I wouldn't have it any other way than living in this genre. Or there's nothing like, especially acting in this, you know, in this space, the emotional range that's expected from an actor on on a horror movie is unbelievable. I mean, you know, when are you really uh, running around in the woods and getting cut up and all of the things we, we endure as as the, you know, the victim or the monster? So I, I love it. I love every moment of it. I love, especially now that I'm producing, I... I get to put it together from beginning to end. I see how the puzzle works, and mm-hmm. um, you know, just the entire process is is exciting for me. So I, I'm very, I love it. I really, I'm uh, very happy. That's so beautiful. Awesome. Do you guys, yeah. what what do you guys want to tell your fans here in the closing thoughts? What do you guys, uh, what would you like to say? We're traveling around. I think mid-May we're going to be up in the Portland area with your show. Yeah. Okay. So that's cool. yeah. I've got yeah. a website with the, with the robertmukes.com and then there's a little appearance section on there and, and I do about 15, 17 shows a year. I try not to do too much because I, I, I want to spend most of my time with my girls, but I do have to leave and make a living. So uh, we're super excited about traveling the country. I think I go to Canada this year. Uh, Felissa's been up there a few times in Germany two years ago and just uh, 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 we're just super excited to get out there and meet people and continue to work. Oh, good for you guys. Awesome. And for you, Felissa, what are you looking forward to most and just uh, what do you want your fans and our uh, people listening in your kind of your closing thoughts? Thank you so much for always coming out and, and bringing so much, you know, great energy to the table. And um, I'm just exceptionally thankful for um, the amount of people who come to see us and, you know, hang out, we party with them. It's just, I've made so many wonderful friendships. Just really the only thing I could ever say is how grateful I am. I mean, that's really for me, it's like gratitude every day. Um, and and these conventions bring us all close together, so I love it. Special thanks to Robert Muke and Felissa Rose for being on Northwest Podcast. Really enjoyed talk. having you on. Right, oh, thanks for having us on. And we Thank love you guys so much. We love you guys. And oh, we love yeah. you. Yeah, this we is gonna this, this this is gonna be a fun episode for all of our listeners and uh yeah we appreciate you guys taking the time to be on the show and uh yeah halloween is amongst us as we near the end of summer it's crazy how fast things have gone thanks everyone for listening this is northwest podcast